you see shanty singing scallywags shall simmer on the sounds of this sixth episode of dead men roll no crits this is your gm patrick and i'm joined by my five fellow felonious furloughed feckless friends and players jabert rebecca seth and tyler hi guys hey you said five but that was only four four oh what what are you talking oh that uh, reminds me tonight joining us as we take on the high seas shenanigans it's friend of the show starfinder developer and number one saucy shebanga scallywag himself uh, everyone help me in welcoming jason keely welcome hello 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 was, hey, that, the, was that the catchphrase shebanga like shebanga, shebanga. <laughs> now yes. it'd be customary for anybody who's special guests on this show to immediately walk the electronic plank i've got a tiny plank i have brought for the show uh, Shebanga is our pronk, I think, uh, we've determined at this point. Ah, uh, Shebanga. 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 <laughs> when we're, when we're introducing Tyler for the first time, he just said that for some reason. Just, I, I don't know. It was one of those times where, like, sometimes I try to think of something. I know you're going to introduce me, and I try to think of something to say. It gets to me. I never thought of anything. So you just board things out, yeah. Yeah, Shebang, I gotta <laughs> say explain something. away the mystique, mm-hmm. Tyler. <laughs> just like to think you were okay, well, then, <laughs> you had like a notepad with like out. fifty words scratched <laughs> out on it. You're like, come yeah, on, come bad. on, Tyler. Yeah. Sheboygan? No, that's not, <laughs> that's right. not it. Engelbert Humperdinck? No. No, it'll never work. Crosses it out. Shebanga. That's it. Uh that's Jason. It. One. Thank you for coming here. I would say you're out of your element as there's no starships or space swords here but uh, we do have sea ships and sea swords they're kind of similar so there's some basically the same there's thing, a one-to-one Patrick. equivalent yes it's fine and What's it's the... not like i haven't ever played pathfinder before. you've never done it before this is your first time which is just so amazing i was no, born you're... i started developing starfinder <laughs> and now i'm going to die <laughs> that's the truth that i'm living in no you're no pathfinder slouch obviously um is your next writing credit going to be indeed pathfinder the next uh, one coming out yeah in this about comes a out in couple months or two yeah, yeah or september it's pretty Some close soonish, soonish. agents of edgewatch agents, right? yep the uh, volume three uh all or nothing agents of edgewatch oh, i got so to write a, a casino heist um which is a great fun that's awesome of course as well you are already playing a swashbuckler character uh for for some time now is this like oh seven, god and there was 12 it was 12 episodes as of last friday when we yeah. recorded it even though that failed so it'll be that one's not going to count it'll be 12.5 oh, no. <laughs> as of this coming week but um uh yeah so i fuck with the i had the, i had the, the real rules all from the beginning Tyler, so <laughs> true I, I i was and his swashbuckler is is more colorful than than even cassius yeah yeah yes. a, a tengu swashbuckler on on the uh the band of bravo stream right um so ha- have been enjoying it as a, a player, not just a, a developer as well oh, yeah. for some time. Can you tell us what exactly Tyler does wrong tonight? Can you critique him in <laughs> real time? Make, yes. Good. Like, Did he really want to? Mm, okay. <laughs> just every, <laughs> every time he announces an action, just be like, ooh. That is suboptimal. That's a way to do it, certainly. I don't actually fully know the the playtest version too well so i don't know what changed between so there might be well, a, i changed something it. oh it's official official yeah i okay. rewrote him to be official 
Okay. We're, well, then, we're then getting I'll know. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Now you'll know this. Know. Uh, we're, we're recording this a little. Well, we're recording this just when the advanced player guide comes out, but you're probably listening to this in the way of September-ish. <laughs> uh, maybe not. This podcast, I set like the, the the goal after it started to be going weekly, and now that has already happened. Um, <laughs> cool. So thank you for being here, Jason. We have an NPC for you in mind. We will introduce in a second. You probably guessed, though, listeners, if you listen to last week's episode but before we dive back into this action i wanted to do a quick overview of last week's final fight um for those of you listening at home jason the the four of these adventurers dove into the water and fought some reef claws it was ill-advised dangerous <laughs> you guys recall that i am hoping that uh, i'll write up a simultaneous uh, blog at the same point about the conversion of the Reef Claw fight, but I was so excited that Reef Claws had already been converted into second edition. So I was like, oh man, I don't have to do that much changing, right? Yeah. But they also got a bit of an upgrade in second edition. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. just to go over some things, um, the first edition uh, Pathfinder, the Reef Claw attack, is a plus two and does 1d4 points of damage. Uh, do you guys have a guess about the second edition version? Uh, plus uh, 15 and 3d8 damage. I, no, I, if I I'm just have to like guess. Plus, I think it, it was plus eight and 1d6 plus two or something? It's, yeah, it's plus nine and a d6 damage, maybe plus one. But they also have the poison, which does poison damage and a very high DC on that. So I think with those two monsters as level one threats and you guys being put underwater, that was probably a severe difficulty encounter in second edition terms. Whereas I think the first edition one is more meant to be a... Um, like welcome to water combat. Moderate. Like this yeah, is how well, you swim around. <laughs> go kill a, a lobster eel monster thing. The, 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 the tutorial pops up on the screen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Press, Press B, B to swim. swim. <laughs> Press B to swim and Rebecca is hitting A the entire time. Why isn't this working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude, swimming was rough. It's like, I just it was really rough. There. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was just swimming. You know, it was just, it's just a move action, you guys. Well, what the heck? Long story short, that it the difficulty was actually probably closer to extreme difficulty, which would have been like a boss fight kind of situation. Which felt like a boss fight. Maybe you weren't it's, ready for just dipping your toes into I the thought, crystal did, clear waters. I thought I heard boss music. I, I, I thought it was just me, though, so I didn't say I might have to go and edit that episode to have <laughs> like end of the world music playing. <laughs> but yeah, so for those of you GMs out there running this, I can say pretty confidently, one reef call would have been more than enough. Actually, would have been pretty much a fair fight. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, that would have been like a moderate encounter in second edition. So but, if it's an extreme encounter, does that mean that we're level three now? No, because I mitigated George. some of the, the factors there. And once you save that poison once, um, the, the poison basically went away. Whereas otherwise, it would have been 
a lot of dead pirates in the waters. And <laughs> well, and they, I, I also uh, made there. There was another pirate team that went out there. They would have been murdered by Reef Claws probably too. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> Came and looked yeah. for your body. Uh, Mr. Plug and Master Scourge would have just been looking over the side of the ship and been like, those pirates are not coming back. Back to Port Peril. We got to get some more crew. Yeah. Right. Ah, no crab tonight. Our characters, our characters climb back on board and they just look over the edge and there's four face down bodies just floating. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mr. Plug's like, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> anyway, all that being said, uh, I've I've looked at things for this week and made sure it wasn't TPK uh, style. So we'll we'll go back and we'll do a, a bonus episode where you guys just fight one of them and we'll, we'll see how that goes. But for right now, <laughs> that that will do it for our, our uh, long introduction here for this episode. Let's get to it. This week's episode starts below deck on the Wormwood. Days after the storm, a, a full day after you all hunted the Reef Claws and have had time to mend your woes through through Candoso's spells, Sandara Quinn helping uh, bandage, maybe neutralize some of the lingering reef claw venom in your, your wounds. And at, by this point, it's become pretty common knowledge here that the, the four of you have been kind of lumped together as some of the more likable, perhaps agreeable, uh, coming up-and-coming swabs that have been brought on board in the, the last month or so. The the captain's favor for your your dinner ex, excursion uh, out there on the coral reef and the, the besting of other pirates in multiple fistfights has kind of spread around the word that you're not to be messed with, but you're also very gregarious as uh, I don't know if Cassius would be the, the leader of your foursome, but is, is definitely the one down there in your free time telling tales and, and entertaining the other pirates. So a lot of goodwill um, Aye, that you're associated with them. There not to be anyone who can tell a story quite like Cassius. Uh, so we see a, a brief montage of you guys chumming it up below deck with, with some of the other swabs and uh, low men on the, the chain here. You've made a ton of friends and, and one of them is coming up to you, Ambrose Croup. Candoso's, uh, I guess, master chef to his sous chef, and uh, we, we see him smuggling some fish jerky to you all throughout the the day as you work. Maybe cutthroat Brock, making sure you you have uh, your your thirst is quenched as well as you get get nice hay stuff pillows for your hammocks when you when you come back to rest one night. And the mysterious Bismarin priestess Sandara Quinn seem to be ever-present in your your circle, and many people find her very agreeable. Uh, all the while, though, while you convert with, uh, you know, a group of five or six other pirates that you've you've made friends with, uh, I guess we can go down some of the names here. From Tilly Brackett to Barefoot Sam's Toppin, whose life you saved, Contrabar Shortstone, and Ratline Ratsburger, of course, who you, you fought in the bilges with. Uh, there, there are many pirates here that uh, that are looking out for you, and, and you see them kind of covering for you if you slip up on on some of your your daily tasks and and helping you out. Barefoot Sam's obviously helping you out in the rigging, Alaris and Sandara and Tilly, I believe, are both swabs. 
Uh, but there are other pirates that don't seem to like you so much. Uh, more friends you make, it seems like the more they kind of stare you down. The likes of Itchy Toe Greg and Bon Bonnet, Phipps Chumlet and Mutton Shop McGee, as well as Jimothy Tippins, all continuously, you know, this night that you're you're having a, a good time and carousing Cassius, they're, they're shooting daggers at you uh, while you are maybe getting some fiddle licks in and, and, and spreading tales of the shackles you watch as these pirates stare at you with disgust and eyes green with envy, perhaps, as well. But one of these green sets of eyes is uh, not a pirate you've really interacted with too much. Not one you fought or embarrassed over your couple weeks here on the, the Wormwood. A set of hazel eyes. A bit of a flick of green in them, though. Beneath locks of auburn hair and two large gold hoop earrings. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Whoop. A Rosie Cuswell. Uh, oh, this you had much interaction with her. Nope. Just last week, we left off with the halfling seemingly to have a dagger-like uh, a very angry rage focused stare on on Cassius Bell as you're going through this night's entertainment. Well, she better uh, behave herself. This is a family show. Well, uh, <laughs> I've given up the reins tonight as Jason, tell us a little bit about Rosie Cuswell, who you are playing. Uh, Rosie Cuswell is uh, a, a halfling woman who has uh, been on this ship. She's, she's probably born a sailor. Uh, born amongst sailors and has been uh, sailing uh, along on the shackles for some time. Um, but um, I, she probably doesn't, she was probably also, you know, shackled, uh, uh, what is it, press ganged onto this onto this boat along with a lot of the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so she doesn't get along with the, you know, Mr. Plug and, and Mr. Master Scourge and stuff, but uh, she is a, she's a feisty, uh, gutsy, fearsome fighter. Um, uh, she looks like she's got, you know, as you can see, she's got always showing the gun show is always in effect. Um, <laughs> if you take a look at that art, yeah, they are. Um, she's, got, she's got some pretty beefy muscles. She, I'm she's in- definitely muscular, more muscular yeah. than she might yeah. think for a halfling. Mm-hmm. I'm already intimidated because she has a fiddle and she probably knows it way better than Cassius. So. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to that in a minute, Tyler. Oh, she, uh-oh. she does in the art, but she doesn't so, seem to hear for some reason. Um, I I just want to say in my mind, I think she was probably captured uh, similarly to you all, maybe at the same time as Sendara Quinn. So maybe a few weeks before you guys pulled in the port peril Uh, while Cassius is performing this night, just really going ham on that, uh, that fiddle. Uh, Honto, Kendo, Silaris, why don't you guys make me a perception check? See if you can tell perhaps what's the matter with Rosie or just notice her silently stewing. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. Honto, you are Seth, apparently the master of silently brooding on the pirate ship. Look, Honto uh, at this point is just always trying to be aware of who's going to get him in trouble so that he gets whipped. Like, that's just <laughs> what happens. So like yeah. he's just always so, looking out for the mean mug at this point. You, you look at Rosie and it's like, oh, she's definitely going to cost me a whipping. <laughs> Uh, no, you see, yeah, you see unbridled rage as uh, she's looking at Cassius. And from what you've seen, they've not spoken with one another more than a, a few words swapping the deck. So you're a little confused, perhaps. Well, do you think Honto would be one to 
to interject or, or point this out to to anyone else. So it's pretty clear she's not looking at at, at Honto. No, I mean Cassius gets up and is in like the corner of the the hold here, you know, a group of pirates around him and everyone else is clapping along, having a good time, uh but uh maybe just behind them off in the shadows, Rosie Cusswell. What what is Rosie cussing underneath her breath? Is there a blade um, being sharpened? Most likely. She's got I think at this point she's got her rum ration and she just downs it. Um and you know puts the, 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 the glass or the mug on the on the table with a loud clang. Um and you can maybe just see she's just shaking her head, mouthing some some fairly uh salty language at this point. <laughs> and if it's okay with you, Patrick, I would like to instigate a little something. Oh, I, I can't say no to you, Jason. What what <laughs> would she do? All right, she stands up and she's like, All right. That's that's fecking it. All right, I can't take it no more. Uh, and she marches over to the to the lot of you, especially to Cassius, and she says, "Just what the feck do you think you're doing, Boyle? That's my bloody fiddle. I've seen you play it around here days now, and I can't stand it no more." Cassius, Cassius stops playing and kind of looks down at Rosie, not quite sure, in processing, and and uh, then he maybe looks at the rest of the pirates and says, "Well, well, Missy, I've been playing this fiddle for the lot of these folk for for a few days now." Anybody here remember old Rosie playing a fiddle for him, singing a tune? I don't think so. Oh, no, it was taken from her when she was brought aboard, Tyler. This is awkward. Uh, indeed, this is one of the items you guys recovered uh, <laughs> yeah. from your late night excursions breaking into the quartermaster's store. So like, I like to think that if this is a cartoon, like... Like you can see inside of Honto's brain because he's like, why is she angry? And then she comes over and says that. And then she, he looks over at Cassius and he, he doesn't remember seeing him with a fiddle when they oh. got press ganged. Oh, they didn't tell you they stole this. I forgot. <laughs> no. So, oh, yeah. Times. <laughs> he's just kind of like, oh. That's a whipping, Honto. Somehow this is going to be Honto's fault. <laughs> I believe that's a whipping. Rosie, if you have a problem... Honto gave this to me. It was a gift from him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Obviously, the the ship's mediator and, uh, and your guys' confidant, even though no one has, has rolled diplomacy to make him your friend, uh, Jack Scrimshaw comes over and says, Hello, I see you with me own two peepers. What's happening here? You see, Cassius here must have pinched some goods from Grok's store. And when Sweet Rosie was brought aboard, they took from her all her goods goodly possessions, including one antique fiddle. I, I, I reckon a, a Athlean heirloom and as such, and even he ain't seen this Athlean mad before, I could take cover at least. Uh, you'd be burned from some fiery rage coming your way, Cassius. Uh, Jason, as the jilted party here and Cassius perhaps plain dumb, or uh, I don't know if that would be a deception roll or, or not, but the, the pirates gathered around who are uh, kind of like friendly to you are the ones that hear this accusation. None of them seem to to go forward. Um, you know, thievery is a very serious offense here on the, the Wormwood. Do you think that is something uh, Rosie would, would threaten with? 
Oh, being a, sure, a, a tattletale, if you would. I don't know if she's so much of a tattletale. She just wants to know where where you got it from. Where 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 do you, where do you think you're just sort of gutting it and flaunting it around? Oh, I guess I'll do I'll do the voice again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got your mitts on that thing. Anyway, this is it. Was that right? That's right, Jack Scrimshaw. It was a family heirloom. It was my great grandma who 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 made that fiddle with her own two hands. I'm sure there now are a great many. Go ahead. No, no, I didn't have much else. <laughs> I'm sure there are a great many grandmas made a great many fiddles, but oh. the hi- the history of this here instrument, I I don't quite care to debate. But if you wish to try to win your fortune and win the fiddle in a bit of gambling, I suppose I could be talked into some kind of measure to if you have something to put up against it. Oh, I've got something to put up against it, all right. You better fucking believe it. <laughs> and she, she kind of like is like, uh, she takes that 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 axe that she's got on her side, which is very nice and sharp, and she uh, kind of like flicks the uh, the the blade with her with her thumb a bit, and she says, "Yeah, that's right. If you want won't be giving me me fiddle back, maybe I'll have to give you a taste of me axe. But if we're talking about gambling, huh? Perhaps there's something, Jack Scrimshaw. You have the uh, hello." <laughs> <laughs> are the bones one of the get one of the bones off these swabs here we could maybe have a dice game or perhaps uh i look here she looks uh catches up now maybe this one can't hold his liquor oh why there's plenty of things we can do for entertainment tonight uh, scrimshaw you know a 12 year old lad of of maybe three and a half feet jumps up on top of one of the barrels and, and shouts uh Air ye, air ye, <laughs> for tonight's heavyweight pirate games, we have two titans of terror, a, a couple of cruel crew corsairs, a, a pair of pirates parading their piratical ways. In this corner, I ate stone and salty mouth vixen, you, you know, in love. If and I weren't 12 and she didn't scare me, certainly she'd be my wife, Rosie Cuswell. <laughs> <laughs> I mm, turn, the, turn the look daggers at him. We're the same height. It makes perfect sense to me. What I was going to say is... You're not mad enough for me, Jack Scrimshaw. I, I accept that. I move on. <laughs> you, you, know, you know that Jason is, is a guest because I think he's the first person who has willingly interacted with Jack Scrimshaw on this show. I keep waiting for you to roll diplomacy. No one asks. <laughs> and in this corner, at 15 stone, a wiry, wise and crazy coot, owlbear tamer. Reefclaw Slayer, Swab on the Job, the Driftwood Pirate known as Cassius Vale. There is applause for both camps as a Rosie Cuswell has not rested on her laurels. She's got a whole complement of, of pirates that know and like her um, standing in, in her corner as well. Not threateningly, but uh, ready to throw down if in, if in it comes to that. But just about everyone saw Cassius uh, a week before beat the snot out of Owlbear Heartshorn. So no one's like ready to throw fists against him. I guess the same kind of goes for Honto as well, who's just <laughs> silently standing behind uh, Cassius. Uh, Kendoso's over in uh, Rosie's corner, just because that's where I was standing when the <laughs> cheering broke out. So I'm just <laughs> clapping with all of them. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Kendoso, switch his side. He, he looks down and he sees like the line, the the the, the demarcation, and the one side says Rosie, and the other side says Cash. And he goes, "Oh!" And he just like moves over. I can't, I can't uh, go back. I can't go back. 
Scrimshaw Jack jumps off the barrel he's on and um, with great effort starts rolling it kind of towards the, the center of the the crew deck that you guys are, are on right now. Um, maybe a couple of older pirates have pity on them and, and help lift this over. And uh, uh, Rosie, you know exactly what's going on first here. A show of might as all the pirates are expecting to see you put down Cassius in an arm wrestling match. They circle around yonder barrel. There is a crate brought forth for you to uh, to stand on and, and be on an equal level, but the gun, enough. the gun show starts as you can uh, offer your, your hand. Scrimshaw Jack will say, uh, Cassius, let's let's go. Round one. So you've got the the stronger sailing arm. If this here uh, nonce wants to be worried about what I've been putting up for collateral in this bet and when I have to be winning my own uh, inventory back, uh, I'll say this. You all know that I've got this. Uh, no, I don't. I don't let uh, uh, one of a lot of you touch me axe. Uh, it's because I've got this. And she, uh, uh, again, is uh, she's been holding it the whole time. But she's got a, a crystal attached to it, and she sort of plucks that off and, and puts that onto the, uh, onto the table. Uh, a, a talisman of sorts um, up for the for bets. I don't know what that is either, but I'm approving of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an item that you can purchase. It's a real thing, Patrick, I swear. Well, you make something up too, and it, it kind of becomes legal the second you say it. <laughs> Rosie, I was a little hesitant to take on the little wager, but after seeing your trinket, I'm looking forward to winning now. Uh, this is going to be the best out of three games, because obviously this is the Pirate Olympics episode that we have uh, <laughs> going here tonight. Um, okay. Are, is, is Cassius getting ready to square up and go over the top? He's ready to arm wrestle, absolutely. Lacing the fingers yep. slowly. I, uh, I, I don't know if he feels overly confident. I think he's probably looking for a way to cheat, if he can. Uh, oh, sure. you sure. son of a gun. <laughs> uh, Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw Jack uh, looks at you both getting ready to uh, to arm wrestle and say, Why, this is a bit boring to me, thanks. Uh, perhaps we need to raise the stakes a bit. Uh, he'll take a... A, an empty bottle out of the hands of Ambrose Croup and smashes it on the, the barrel top and then takes out a, a small cudgel from, from his waist and starts beating the glass into to find shards and spreads it evenly against the, the edges of the barrel. Do you want to set the barrel on fire too? Well, I don't think we have time for that, Cassius, but good <laughs> that. Uh, Far enough. There we go. Loser gets a, to pull glass from their arm and they're pried out their rear ends. Are you both ready? Aye. You better feckin' believe it. All these are gonna be opposed strength checks. A couple needed to seal the deal. If you guys are ready to roll off. Do you have other skills you can think of that might be useful here you wanna try and incorporate? I'm listening. I'm an open GM. Tickle. Okay. <laughs> Tickling yeah. is definitely in the pirate no-no book. <laughs> It's not allowed in any competition, so. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, why don't we just... Just do, do straight, want... straight strength check first? Let's start off with an opposed strength check, and you guys can... That's fair. Okay. Roll it in whatever order you want. Oh, Rosie. Oh, no way. oh, oh it's a tie! Oh, it's a tie! Oh, a tie. oh I'm roll no. a natural 20! Natural 20. Yes! Uh, <laughs> it is a dead heat at, at <laughs> the beginning. As soon as 
Jack's hand comes off of both of yours entwined. There is no movement as this tiny halfling is powerful, super powerful, but you've, you've got some kind of divine intervention behind your, your, your arm strength here as we see the... Uh, this is like Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll put that... Like pushing too many in pen- the, uh, pencils in the here. episode. <laughs> yeah, Cassius been just, just make that the episode art. That's like, just don't, don't even explain it. <laughs> don't think about it. Uh, natural twenty and a natural nineteen, evening out here. Who my goodness! So nothing happens. There's no no movement there. You just guys are staring at each other over over your your clenched fist together. No movement. Um, Anything you want to do or say before we move on to the next roll? Oh, you're just a West Noodle there, Cassius, with your handsome face and your pretty clothes, but you got some muscle behind you. I'm going to roll athletics this time. <gasps> oh, oh. It's going to really get turned on. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Ooh, putting up a high number uh, here. 18. Okay. 18. Tyler, do you want to answer any particular way? I'll allow you to roll athletics if you want. If you want to try something else, you can. Uh, I think this time around, you know, Cassius uh, hears, you know, Rosie's retort, and he <laughs> he says, "Don't worry, Rosie. It's all natural. Basmara's blessings. I promise." Uh, he's just gonna try and match her straight up this time around. Um, first round, he's just going to do this uh, as honestly as he can possibly <laughs> try to do it. Strength check. Oh, athletics. athletics. Ah, he's just gonna. He's, yeah. yeah, he's just gonna try to match her, and I rolled a fifteen. Yeah, so maybe just for a second, Rosie gets ahead and then pour in some some leverage into it. Both of you kind of grasping the barrel in front of you uh, manage to push it a few inches towards her side, I guess, toward yeah. <laughs> towards her hand going down. Yeah. Uh, excellent. You guys want to just continue on full force, full muscle, trying to, to best the other? I mean, it is my best, one of my best skills. Actually, yeah. my best skill entirely. Right. <laughs> I'll allow it. Same thing. Athletics. Uh, oh, I ro- oh, I'm rolling rocks, Jason. Me, Tyler. I'm well, rolling absolute dimes. 17 the on the dice. Both it's of you like, rolling. This isn't a Tyler I know. <laughs> no, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I think we've I talked about that so before. so far rather unbeatable on the Pirate Podcast. Albert oh. never. He's been real lucky. Me. Hold on. I wanna, Real lucky is the way to put it. I want to. I want to test a theory just because we're we're in the mode here. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> just rolled athletics. Honto just steps in and beats us both at the same time. <laughs> he steps in and, li- and like literally lifts them both off of the ground. Honto's <laughs> like someone arrest me at the same time. No, I, I was. I was. I was just trying to test the theory that you don't want to play a lizard man in, in one of Patrick's uh, games, but I guess uh, I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, never mind. Right, this could have been you if you stole the fiddle, <laughs> but no, <laughs> you wouldn't take the rap. Yes, he's tried. Um, I'm going to say this is a, a critical success as yeah. Tyler has rolled a 22 on athletics and Rosie, given way a little bit, is, is unable to, to keep leverage here and is now teetering on failure just inches above the broken glass on the barrel here um all we'll take is just one more minimal effort cassius and you'll you'll have best of her okay roll again 
right. Yep, I'll just go for athletics again. Sure. Oh no, there it comes. Oh, I should I shouldn't open my mouth. <laughs> All right, Rosie. Too close to the sun. Twenty and Cassius. 13. Oh, she's yeah. back from the brink. Yeah. <laughs> you can, oh, you can tell that it's good that there's broken glass on the barrel because it does give you guys a little more gas in your tank to, to burn through. Mm-hmm. Pushes herself back from the brink. Roll again. Let's see what happens. I want nice. to test how much pilot can Oh, I rolled a 15. Oh, no! Oh, oh, she's pushed you nearly Come back victory. over the top <laughs> now. Oh, yeah, that's all she needed was just the taste of danger and death. Uh, uh, roll twice for me, twice in a row. We'll all get right. this We'll get this going a little faster so he gets our... It's going to keep going back and forth. All night. Yeah, know, right? well, that's what I was worried about in setting this one up, but we'll do two more athletics for me yeah, I'll go for right it. now. Double 15s. All right, pretty okay. good. Not too hard to beat. Well, nope. First one's oh. a 13. So you, you got me once. And then a 7 and oh, 2. Yes. Oh. Rosie Cuswell now has wow. Cassius inches above the glass. The entire, I mean, almost the entire crew now is gathered around this barrel as the shouts have brought over even the likes of Itchy Toe Greg, who who hates you, <laughs> Bon Bonnet <laughs> as well. And they're, of course, cheering for Rosie Cuswell. You have a, about half the crew on your side here. But it is about to go down. Uh, just give me a, a strength check here to, to finish the job. Let's see if, if you can put it away, Ooh. Rosie. Not- yep. Oh, yep. I rolled no. a five. Strength's bad for me. 11 versus a 7. Rosie, you are able to, if you want, mess up that fiddle hand. Oh, it's so <laughs> tempting. It uh, sure. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't need to play this entire campaign. Yeah! I'm, <laughs> I'm only here for only tonight. Uh, good, good that you do. What is your strength bonus? Uh, it is a 3. You are, Tyler, taking some lethal damage here as yeah. your hand is bathed in the glass. Um, that is five points of damage as psh, slams down on the barrel top. The crowd goes wild. Unbelievable that this this pirate that beat up Owlborn was then taken down by the the, the swearing and <laughs> salty Rosie Cuswell that now everyone else is giving a wide berth after she's knocked you down a peg. Oh boy, that is one down. Scrimshaw Jack making bank as there were a lot of bets <laughs> on Cassius and uh, uh, perhaps Rosie's the long odds on this one. Oh boy, as as bets are, are tallied and, and paid in, Scrimshaw Jack screams, "Oh, to to the top deck! Let let's have us a game of hoblob!" And the entire <laughs> pirate delegation here. Um, just before the last wisp of sun settles in the west, uh, everyone shovels up to the top deck and a, a lead ingot is produced, wrapped in greased leather, oiled up, so it shines in the uh, coming starlight here. The hob, as it is called, uh, heavy, hard to handle, is kind of passed around and, and brought over to Scrimshaw Jack, who can barely hold it in two hands as he walks it over and, and drops it in front of you, Cassius. 
and Rosie. A uh, quick question. Yeah. Can I try to bandage up Cassius's wound? As you guys walk up, yeah, <laughs> up on top of the deck here. Well, you can, but uh, as Scrimshaw Jack lays this down, he'll start laying down the rules as well and says, Cassius and Rosie, you, you pick a team of three, we'll have a face off. Best two out of the three throws will win. You needn't throw yourself, but if you want to, you can. Tyler, are you, are, you, are you picking your three friends here, Tyler? Mm. Do you think you can this do it injured? We're, we're, th- we're throwing something. It is basically a lead football. Okay, so uh, oh, I don't really want to pick a Laris if I'm being honest. Wait, is no. it like a strength throw? Or is there a dex component to this? This is actually a ranged attack. Oh, then yeah. yes, he does want to. Yeah, he'll pick his three friends. So, I mean, <laughs> anyone anyone can, um, you know, muscle it if you've got a good grasp on the, the you know, basically the pig skin. Um, but it will also require some finesse to get it out of your hands without it slipping and just falling onto the deck. So a little oh, bit of both. Yeah, a little bit make, of both. That makes sense. I think... Uh, yeah, so Cassius would look uh, behind him and, you know, it, he'd say, Honto and Alaris, if you care. And then he'd look over at Kendos and he goes, I know you made money off of me, <laughs> so you better be coming and help me now. Honto uh, actually looks hesitant. It's at a that game. Offer. It's a fun game. Don't you want to have fun with pirates and be their best friend, Seth? Well, no. Um, <laughs> but... Have you not met my character? <laughs> if, if you if you look if you look, like if you look hesitant, you know uh, he's like you don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, Rosie starts strutting around now and says, "Well, oh, Cassius, if you can't find a, a, a team to help you with, there's no shame in giving up, right, buddy? Now, and we can just uh, pretend I didn't wipe the deck with your face." I know you're just saying that so you get out of getting your hands all greasy. I don't want your pretty looks to get dirty. Oh. <laughs> oh. Would, you two, would you two just find a deck already? I know. We're going to kiss at the end of this. I know it. <laughs> I, hear, I hear pirate wedding bells. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's up to you, Seth. He can there. He can ask another friend if you if Honto feels uncomfortable. He wouldn't, you know, yeah. Honto, pressing you into playing. Yeah, you Honto. can ask a GM NPC like Scrimshaw Jack. He'll, he'll be on your team. <laughs> I was going to suggest Barefoot. I mean, she owes us one anyway, right? You saved her from Jenny. Yeah, yeah Hanta will, um, without explaining his reasons, uh, decline uh, to, to help cash us here. I'll well, join your team. I was about to say, if we want to just uh, speed the play and Kendozo Cassius and Alaris throw, yeah. uh, uh, obviously fine. you can have Rosie uh, throw as well, but you've got a whole n- number of, of pirates that would step in for you from Crimson Cogswell to yeah. uh, Shavika and uh, Badger Medlar. Um, a couple of people that these other, uh, the, the main PCs here have not interacted with that much, but are willing to go to bat for for Rosie. Yeah, I'll take on those. Is it those three? There's a team yeah. of four, right? Yeah. Uh, t- team of three, but... Team of three, I mean, okay. I'll take can, on two of them. Yeah. You can roll four of them as well. Yes. yes. Yeah, if Cassius if Cassius sees Rosie not be in the team, he's gonna be upset. No, I'm in the Dem- team. Dem- oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll take okay. I'll take I'll take uh, Crimson and uh, Shavika. Boom, done. Badger. Okay, right. So the way this game is going to be played, it's fairly simple. It is a ranged attack 
throw with an improvised weapon. You're taking a minus two to that attack. Uh, the range of throwing this hob well is five feet. You, you can really only chuck it well within a couple of feet. Uh, each increment beyond that first is going to provide a negative two penalty. You would think, oh, well, the the goal is to throw it as far as you can, so I'm going to try and do that every time, throw it like 30 feet. But the throw, a 30-foot throw is going to be a, a DC 20, and if you fail that, mm-hmm. we're just going to knock you down uh, a range increment uh, just about uh, every five feet um, that you don't get it. And the point of this is to just... All you have to do is just beat the opposite team's throw that round. And we're going to, it'll be random who goes first. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm making this up as I go. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so it's just, it's just a ranged attack with the highest winning, right? Yep. So you can pick how far okay. you want to try and throw it. So if, you, if your opponent just is able to get it 10 feet, you can just try for 15 and okay. make it a little easier. Is it going to, is it going to go? one person from each team alternating so we know kind of what we have to hit okay yep and randomly who goes first a a so macro wise do i just use my ranged weapon macro for this or is there a dedicated ranged attack somewhere you can just use your your range macro there will be a a minus two penalty so if you guys already have like a a ranged weapon set up basically that's uh that's fine okay uh right a gold the bloom is produced with a, a, a piratical skull with a, a crown on top of it on one side and perhaps the um, the bowsprit of a ship depicted on the other. Uh, Scrimshaw Jack brings it over, obviously, and, and offers Rosie as the winner of the arm wrestling uh, heads or ship tails. <laughs> Uh, I'll take I'll take heads, <laughs> sea heads or ship tails. <laughs> uh, okay, that will be a, a one or a two on a D four. Let's sure. get it going. Oh, you've got uh, the option to throw second, which is probably what you want to do because right, you yeah. will alternate ranks. Sounds good. I'll see what they got. Excellent. Who wants? Let's to... see what you got, Julio. <laughs> Who wants to go first on Team Cassius? Laris, why don't you show us what you can do? Uh. All right, I've never I've never seen this done before, but uh, I'll I'll figure it out. What if you Death just like me? What if you? Yeah, exactly. What if you super luck out and become like the hob champion? Of the- <laughs> whatever you, whatever you say, don't say I feel like Desna's on my side before you roll. <laughs> I like it. All right, so feel free to make that range tack and All right. throwing it across. The- Said 22, 18 on the dice. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nice. Okay. So yeah, you uh, are able to cradle this thing well enough and keep it in your hands until at the exact moment, uh, the apex of your throw, uh, it slips out and darts all the way across the ship. It nearly drops into the ocean. You get it across the deck to start us off. Uh, yes. Obviously, Alaris is perfect at this game. <laughs> so Cat, Alaris is Cassius. going to turn back to her teammates and be like, yeah. "Was was that good? Was, was that right?" It's a thirty-foot uh, throw. It's, it's like when I go bowling and I yeah. hit a few pegs down and turn around. Like, yeah. what is New High Score supposed mean? to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to carve your name into the the deck of the ship now. <laughs> You're th- three initials. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, Cassius would look at you and be like. I, that'll do. <laughs> very, 
I owe you a gold piece, I think. <laughs> Rosie, who's who's going to throw for your team to try and... and I, I, you can only match that, basically. Yeah, essentially. I feel like I have, uh, Rosie has to go up against Cassius at some point, so I'll send mm-hmm. uh, Shabika up first. What, Two lady what pirates. What has she got as her bonus for this? Um, let's call it a good plus three. A good oh. plus three. Rebecca, what was your bonus on that? Four. Yeah, four. I should, oh, I should say, yeah, there is a negative two to this. Yeah, but oh, so you still hit that 20, yeah. I will I will say if you are trying to hit a specific target, you might get a little bonus. I think with this one though, where you basically have to roll yeah. the, the max, that yeah. might be negated. So you're looking before a nineteen or twenty perhaps here to uh we'll see. To meter or beater. Yeah. Nope. Uh, an eleven total. That is just gonna get us almost uh ten feet or so here yeah. on the deck. Almost, yeah. maybe maybe seven feet. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me! <laughs> because like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not good at hob. I don't know why you picked me. <laughs> I don't Badger, know either. Badger is the hob champion. Oh, why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> uh, we, we tried, but uh, that's round one. Obviously, Cassius' team uh, succeeded there. Now this next one, uh, Rosie, you have to throw first. Um, are you picking? Okay. Crimson? You want to save the the team captains for last? Uh, yeah, I'll send Crimson out. I, oh. I'll Tyler can do whatever he wants. I'm gonna send Crimson out. Crimson Cogswell, indeed. Cracks his knuckles, steps forward. Uh, you have seen him perhaps playing this game before. He is no slouch. Boom. Here's the art for him. Another character we've not met because there's so many NPCs on the ship. <laughs> what his scary uh... eyes? Just oh, saying. No. Then he's yeah. doing a good job as a pirate. <laughs> let's, um, yeah, let's have wanna... him. Let's have him go for just a, like a good twenty feet throw. It's pretty okay. pretty far, but not the farthest possible, right? Thirty feet was the furthest. Yep, uh, twenty feet is going to be DC sixteen, but okay. um, you'll basically negate the the negative for throwing this greased right. up, letting it. If you're trying for a, a certain spot on the yeah, um, so basically just trying to roll it with your bonus. What bonus does Crimson have? Is he oh, a... same plus three? Terrible. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh. seventeen for twenty. Twenty. That is, yeah, that's going to get up to uh, maybe twenty-five, twenty-six feet. The only thing beating that is about a, a twenty-two, like we had last round. So yeah, he's uh, you know just brushing the the dust off of his shoulder as he steps back over to your corner, perhaps right. is is held to, uh, given a rum ration to celebrate. Clap, it, clap my hand on his back. Oh my. Is this Cassius Candoso stepping forward now? Aye. All right. Uh, so if I try to get exactly the distance that was just thrown, then I get the plus two to that. Is that right? Yeah. So at this point, you're going to have to try 430 feet, which is DC 20. Uh, well, let's see. All right, I'll just whip it. I'm going to whip it as far as I can. <laughs> Shot putting it. Oh, <laughs> natural 20. 20. My team, best team. <laughs> oh, you've made a macro in the time we started. <laughs> <laughs> nugget. No, 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 that's, uh, just, that's just one of his cantrips. Yeah, no, you, you've had this since the beginning of the campaign. 
Oh my. It is it's all over unless uh what yeah that's that's two yeah. for Cassius's team. Um if you guys want to uh quickly throw off against each other for spite reasons. Yes, for, for spite. For a moral victory, Rosie, you can you quickly run to the other side of the the deck and, and pick it up and, and try for a throw. Yeah, let's see, let's see how you do it. Then, yeah, you may have won this round, Cassius, but let's see how your how your wounded little hand there can fucking throw the lead nugget. <laughs> Crimson's uh, like, uh, I did really well, guys. You did good. You did good, Crimson. They just they just got the lucky. Freaks. as all. Um, before <laughs> before Tyler throws, I'm going to attempt to intimidate him. Oh my goodness. A twenty-two. Does that beat your uh, will DC, my friend? Uh, my will DC is what, just 10, 10 plus, plus your mod of, yeah. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah, that definitely does. He's intimidated. <laughs> you got a lot of pressure here, too, to to stand with a Larison Candozo who got two perfect throws on their first try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess what's definitely not going to happen? <laughs> I got all that practice by like throwing fish around in the uh, in the galley. Yeah. So uh, I don't suppose there's any way I could try to use the um, deception to create like a diversion to to make her throw worse. Is Ooh. that possible to like cough in her backswing or something? Oh, gone. That there is causing. Or, oh no! Even better. Diversion. I know what I'm. I know what I'm doing. While he, while she gets ready to throw, he just takes out the fiddle and starts playing <gasps> somber music. <Yeah>. Son of a. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let's see your throw first. That's you just, have to throw first. That's just cruel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, please roll first. And with your, with your shaken from being oh intimidated goodness. by me. That's true. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to go? Do you want to I'm go for a certain mind. distance, Tyler, or do you want to just... Yeah, I'm just going to go... I'm just going to... Cassius just wants to throw it, like, 20 feet. He just wants yep. a solid throw here because he knows he's going to try and make the throw much harder for her, for, for Rosie. So he DC, just wants to not drop it in front of him. 16. I mean, that's almost two-thirds the way across the, the bow of DC, the ship. DC 16. Uh, he has a good dex, so he is pretty good at throwing things. Shaken right now. But I am frightened one. Well, that's right. Yeah, I, I misspoke. That's from first edition, Patrick. You just frightened one from being okay. intimidated. Oh, then that's just I, a, I didn't, a minus one. It's just a minus, minus one. one. I didn't, I didn't critically one. intimidate. Uh, all right. I'll, well, I rolled oh, a 19. Goodness. So, but <laughs> with my with my minus one, that is a yeah. 24. All right. But I only threw it 20 feet because that's a, that's only as far as he wanted to throw it. Yeah, I mean, you you can you can still throw it further than you try by rolling oh, okay. extremely well. well. Then, yeah, 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 I'll eat it. That's that's fine. And then yeah. he'll take out the fiddle, and I'm gonna roll deception to try and uh, cause a diversion. Cause, cause a diversion as I'm playing your fiddle in front of you. Mm. I just I don't like it at all. I don't know. I rolled. I only rolled a ten, so it's an average diver. It's an average mm. deception. Uh, Sixteen altogether. Not sure if that will beat your perception DC. Uh, that is exactly my perception, DC. All right. Meets or beats, right? So. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think, Patrick? Am I getting a penalty on this? Obviously, there's a tear welling up in Rosie Cuswell's eyes. <laughs> a tear of rage. Tear of rage. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, uh, oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, no. And it goes barely seven feet. I, as... 
I have to take a moment to not throw it right at Cassius's head. And then I, <laughs> <laughs> whipping it around it, whip like it, shot I whip it the wrong way, yeah. Oh, Yeah, so it looks like it would have gone a lot farther if it's thrown it straight, but a momentary diversion means you are one-to-one on these pirate games. <sighs> one for Cassius, one for Rosie, and we're going into game number three. Back below decks, everyone, the last game perhaps unstymied by a win, a loss. Rosie, you go down with your um, your pirate tag-along crew, Cassius, a, a number of pirates following you downstairs, uh, and from a, a footlocker is produced a small cask of spirits. Ambrose Croup appears, his nose in the air like a cartoon bloodhound dog. <laughs> And uh, says, I, I smelled liquor. I thought you all might want some cups. Maybe a drinking partner. We'll take the cups and the liquor, and I don't think we'd be needing the partner. Okay, well, I'm right here. Is there the word? Perhaps you could give this uh, so-called driftwood pirate a bit of a drinking tips, Ambrose. Oh, well, all you got to do is make room in your gut, and then it won't <laughs> affect your thinking while you're drinking. <laughs> so make sure you don't eat anything before you start drinking. <laughs> yeah, never, That's the best never advice. Eat before you drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what they say. Just eat a little bit all day long. <laughs> uh, Scrimshaw Jack comes over and says, uh, next competition is uh, is right deadly one as, as old as sailing these waters and it's called Heave. First of all, unconscious loses and the one left standing I would say is the rightful owner of this here fiddle dee dee in an arbitrary ruling that I just made up out of nowhere as my powers as officiator in these procedures. Why, it's gone right to me noggin. <laughs> well, all ye are supporting uh, one another, drinking the liquor, tripping over yourself. I'm tripping on a rush of power. And methinks I likes what I'm tasting. Captain Jack, Jack, Jack Scrimshaw. Jack Scrimshaw. It has a nice ring to it. Shut your bloody gob. Give us the booze. All right, line up the chop. Let's go. Oh, boy. A number of drinks are poured in front of you. Cassius, do you think that perhaps this has gone too far, or are you ready to get sloshed? Um, I mean, Cassius has a plan, if necessary, here. <laughs> um, but what he really wants to do is at least have this go two rounds. That being said, Yes, yes, I'm not drinking your ration this time. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I can't slide a hand to Kendo. Not a team sport, this one, as all yeah. eyes uh, are on you as you knock back drinks. Yeah, Cassius does not have, well, Cassius may feel confident. Tyler knows that he does not have a great constitution score. So Rosie's probably going to win. Um, but Cassius has a plan. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the dice say, though. It is. It is a strong-smelling beverage as you, you get a whiff of the vapors coming off this thing. Like, it would peel paint off of the uh, the wood of the ship here. Um, oh, kombucha? <laughs> it's a, a turpentine-smelling hard liquor. Uh, a lot of edge. It's almost all a knife's edge, this, this booze. <laughs> Smells just like mother's milk. <laughs> yeah, this is what they give halflings, right? Growing up. That's what they give halflings in, in my idea of what halflings are for Pathfinder. Rosie, I think you're, if this is your mother's milk, I think your mother went sour. It is going to be... Don't you dare say a thing about me mother. She was a saint. She was a feckin' saint. 
<laughs> right, I take it. I take it back. I went overboard on that one. <laughs> You'll go overboard, all right. Ooh, that's see. a that's a threat. Uh, this game, obviously, a drinking game. Each pirate is drinking a lot of liquor in one quick swig, and it's going to be a fortitude save oh, to no. see <laughs> if you can withstand. <laughs> Basically, some of the negatives of uh, rum ranching. Failing it, you're going to take a little bit of poison damage to yourself. That's right, kids. Drinking is not cool. <laughs> um, drinking is a poison. It's technically poison. Yes. Technically true. And basically, the first one to fall unconscious uh, loses. Okay. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. For all the marbles. Uh, so, how how are you guys taking your your first drought? Your first uh, shot? Staring Keshes directly in the eyes. He'll, he'll do the same. Dang it all! I gotta stop oh. talking big because I roll terrible. <laughs> uh, fortitude saves a fail from Rosie, a pass from Shabanga Cassius. Shabanga. Shabanga. <laughs> uh, this is a D6 of damage coming your way, Rosie. All right. Rosie, are you sure you want to be drinking? If I try to play the fiddle drunk, I could damage it. Uh, two, <laughs> two points of poison damage here. Uh, the crowd is on their feet here. Bets are being placed by and large. It's almost even odds at this point. Uh, you've gained a lot of respect after putting his arm into the glass, Rosie. Uh, go ahead and give me another fortitude save. I've been drinking. I was drinking liquor like this before you was a. You were out of your feckin' short pants. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, two successes here. Uh, crowd's going wild. Keep them coming. Uh, the, I'm gonna make the DC go up about every uh, round because that makes sense. Well, oh, I failed. No, no worry. Ooh. Another two for me. Okay. Well, that is a critical failure, Tyler. On the, oh, the fortitude. Well, I mean, I did want to catch up to, to where Rosie was. So. <laughs> Don't worry, you have because Rosie's also failed. So the first D6, Rosie Cuswell, six Oof. points of damage. Oof, Tyler, nine in total. I think you've almost just caught up or passed her. How is how is uh, Cassius doing? Uh, he's maybe listening a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Alaris Kendoso Honto. Uh, what is your guys' reaction to now over an hour of uh, of gambling and uh, pretty pretty crazy games here? That is probably going to end up with your friend in a coma. (laughs) Uh, Alaris is a bit worried because uh, this is a a game of losing control, whereas the others were all about having control. Um, That's why we did this one last, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I think it makes her nervous. Uh, Cassius, I think this being, he's probably feeling this is going to be his last drink. Uh, He takes the glass and he says, Pronkett Rosie, I know you hate me. This has been fun. And then he just like throws back the, he just throws back the drink. Uh, as, oh, roll roll as, the fortitude first. Ha, as Force. hard as he, as hard as he can. Oh, and then he just passes no. out. And then he just passes out. He immediately like, like literally he gets halfway through the drink and then he hits the ground, keeps drinking. Oh. And then just like, and then just falls completely. Away. This has been the best one. night of my life. <laughs> oh no, Tyler! And, uh, you just see like a big old smile on his face because he just had a lot of fun. Well, I think the dice will determine how 
how, how long that smile lasts. Oh, he'll have a oh he'll stuff. have a hangover. Oh, okay. That's for that's it's not too bad. Another five points of damage as you are. <laughs> I'm guessing knocked unconscious. He technically no, but he is going Ooh. to pretend he is unconscious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just for fun, uh, Rosie, do you finish your your beverage? Yes, and I'll say, oh, you, you, you know what, Cassius, you're not all bad, Bill boy. <laughs> oh, no. Failure on the fortitude. Another five points. <laughs> I'll, meet, I'll meet you under the table. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm still, still barely standing at this yeah, point. Okay, like, yeah. So it's, Cassius, it's, go ahead. Cassius has one left, but he's just gonna use deception to pretend like he's sleeping and uh, and call it. Uh, you didn't. Good. You weren't too bad with a fiddle, boyo. It's not so bad. It's just that. It's just that it's mine, you know. And you know what? You know what? You can you can fucking have the crystal. I don't fucking care. And she'll just <laughs> throw it at your chest, bounce it off. <laughs> I'm giving away treasure, Patrick. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Treasure's good. Yeah, that's, that's fine, Jason. It's fine. I'm in a given mood after nearly destroying them with reef claws last week. <laughs> so yeah, everyone gets. Uh, it's a it's a oh. weapon potency crystal. Ooh, I like it. I I do need to. One thing I need to add into this campaign a great deal is some of the new treasure and new items. Yes, might as... not be in first edition APs. As someone who is also running a first edition AP and second edition, mm-hmm. converting it on the fly, I am bad at giving out treasure and the correct treasure. Because yeah, like, I can oh, imagine that's pretty pretty they, tricky. Pretty. They don't have this anymore. It's like, oh, I'll give you guys a plus one, and I'm like, oh, that's way. Luis yeah. is like, oh, well, that's yeah. way overboard. No, sure. <laughs> you're, right. you're you're like a uh, you're co-GM tonight. You're not even a guest here. You're you're helping now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Helping to try and kill Cassius, where my owlbear heartshorn rolls. Was not able to. Yeah. Um, right. So Rosie can stand over <laughs> and just go right over to uh, our man Cassius's bunk and, and take the fiddle back. Take a fiddle and I'll play a little tune. Oh, yeah. And now. Oh, yeah. Oh, there are a great many people here uh, on your side, Rosie. But would Honto, Kendoso, or Alaris, after seeing your friends getting slammed onto the top of the barrel and then drank underneath it. Uh, do you think you guys would try and make friends with Rosie after this? Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. This was like, this was great fun. And I am like, like immediately after, like, well, Cassius is still, uh, I think, I mean, I mean, first I would take a a towel and like maybe stick it under, uh, <laughs> hold you, don't back. Know, head. you don't even need say. to roll perception, but as Rosie plays the fiddle, you actually see Cassius's foot tapping the barrel as he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even still, his, his caretaking nature would have Honto like trying to make sure that if 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 he needs to, Cassius can uh, throw up a little bit of this poison that he's imbibing. <laughs> yeah, I'll give him the closest thing I'll give him the closest thing we have to water, which is like slightly less alcoholic booze. Honto, there me no hard feelings. I understand you. You're new to all the pirating, and you're just a good, good lad and a big, big old lad. Oh, I would have loved to seen you throw that hunk of lead. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say right. that, that athletics that you rolled uh, mid, <laughs> mid-arm mid wrestling would have been your natural 20 for the yeah. uh, off, off Sure, It would have been uh, it would have been off the ship. You, we would have flown. Yeah, game over. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, at that, uh, 
Hanto will uh, nod and say, I don't understand your ways, but by my estimation, the fiddle has ended up where it belonged, Cassius. A, uh, a Sandara Quinn will, will come over and, and see that you're you're actually okay. She's she's perceived it. Um, maybe very understanding says, how did he, how did he know Cassius? How, how did he know that she wouldn't just want the, the fiddle given back to her? She wanted to earn it herself. Cassius kind of maybe takes a deep breath and says, she's a pirate. No pirate wants to have something given to them. They all want to earn their prizes. She's, she has true ocean blood in her veins. Uh, the, no one gets a lot of sleep that night as the festivities continue on until, uh, some of the officers have to come down and start threatening to, to lash Honto with, uh, with a whip to, to get, you know, lights out and get in the bed. <laughs> Honto's like, please go to bed. I don't, I, <laughs> Guys, somehow I'm going to get, get in so much trouble. <laughs> if mom comes down here, we are royally shebanged. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I hate to montage us here, but the voyage of the Wormwood continues on over the next few days. Why don't you guys make me a survival skill check? See if you can figure something out about what's happened. Would, would ocean lore work here instead? No, no, it's we're, we're determining some directional things. Uh, I think. Oh, okay. I think both ooh, Cassius and Candoso might have an inkling here. As you're watching over the, the next few days, Captain Harrigan at the helm, seemingly not going in a, in a straight pattern, but rather sailing the ship serpentine, one day traveling southeast, another southwest, maybe not on a fixed bearing either time, but just kind of swaying in and out of the same waters. And, as, though uh, he was, as though he was fishing. He was trying to scoop up shrimps in his nets or something. I think he asked early on, you know, where the ship was going. And the, the response Scrimshaw Jack gave you was, you know, now that the the ship is crewed up uh, fully, full complement, uh, cap- captain's out hunting is what uh, what he said. The, the days here are filled with more backbreaking labor, Zinnia, you've been making them muscle games. Zinnia is not my name in this game. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. No. <laughs> oh, no, Badrick. Oh, no. no, this stays in. I er, I wrote Zinnia in my notes. So oh, my gosh. That's on me. You, you bodied yourself, sir. Alaris. <laughs> <laughs> You're both up in the rigging right now, flying about. Uh... Alaris, you've been making them muscle gains as you're climbing up those top ropes, handling the ship lines, uh, whereas on the opposite end of the spectrum, at this point, uh, weeks into the journey, Candoso, I imagine, has a beer gut forming and is just looking more and more like Ambrose Croup in oh, his, no. all his glory every do day. I to, <laughs> do I need to redraw his character art? Yeah, no, it's, it's already out, and... Alaris has a bicorn hat that is not represented in the art. Uh, the bicorn hat she stole from Ichito, Greg. Anyway, I mean, after the violin incident, though, I'm a little afraid to ever wear that thing, so the it's violin. gonna stay in my bunk. It's called the violin incident. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Every episode set's gotta have one. <laughs> That's it. Oh, um, 
Yeah. Um, perhaps some of the tensions you felt with some of these other pirates begin to blow over as they avoid you guys like the plague and more pirates seem to cover your back and, and warn you if, if one of them's looking for trouble, things like that. Day 19 of your expedition aboard the Wormwood here rolls around and seems like any other day of your nearly three weeks press ganged on, on board the vessel. Uh, Sandara Quinn welcomes you, Honto Cassius, back to the top deck as the, the bell rings. As you get back to, to swabbing the fifth time, you have completely scrubbed the, the salt brine and bird droppings from the, the ship's top deck. And it is only a few hours into it that Master Scourge comes up to you, Honto, and says, uh, Seems like a bit of a mix-up, uh, bilges filled overnight and we be needing volunteers to clean them out. Honto, you get your scales in motion and head down there now. Just be needing your muscles for this job. No way you can mess up pumping water. Um, so I imagine Honto's probably got some sort of mop or something uh, in hand and yes. he'll just kind of like lock eyes with Scourge and without saying anything, he'll just lean it against something that's something nearby and then just start making his way down below deck. I thought you were going to drop it and make like that clatter noise. Like, nope. Well, that's so respectful. I appreciate it. But Master Scourge uh, wordlessly follows you down below. And as you get, as you're walking through the, the, the crew compartment here, you see what looks like Mr. Plug and two other pirates down, down here. None other than Itchy Toe Greg and Bon Bonnet. Let's go to the bottom deck. The characters. Boop, boop. Ah. Uh, do you see where we are on the map? I do. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're down where the, the crew sleeps, where the uh, previous day's <laughs> arm wrestling drinking was, was taking place below deck. And it seems like Mr. Plug is kind of looking about, poking perhaps people's beds, look very conspicuous. Um, and of course, Itchy Toe Greg and Bon Bonnet looking uh, nervous as they, they always are these days. Uh, Mr. Plug says, uh, hold there, lizard. We are searching for a stolen article, a weapon. Stand still while we search your person. Very trepidatiously, very cautiously. Greg and Bon will will walk over to you. Uh, nothing in their hands, but they will, you know, start to pat you down. I don't imagine there's a ton of clothes a Honto wears, like a belt and some... It's not too different from the character art. Uh, he's shorts. got his belt, there's a pack uh, over his tail on the back, and he's got, he's got some loose uh, pants, slacks. Do, do you have a weapon? Do you have, like, a dagger... He probably doesn't carry it on him, but uh, at his bunk there would be a there would be his spear. But no, he doesn't just walk around with that. It doesn't seem like they're opening up people's lockers here, but they they pat you down and, and give Mister Plug kind of a, a nod. Um, you why, why don't you make me a perception check? Sure. So twenty two. Um, you something is definitely off with them as they're they're searching. You're not sure exactly what it is. For sure, as soon as Itchy Toe Greg comes within a few uh, few feet of you, he starts sweating bullets, but as soon as he's done patting you down, he, 
he pulls back. But with that perception check, you notice you are not alone down here as uh, a perhaps uh, a shuffle or a, a scuffling behind you betrays that uh, one Rosie Cuswell is is hiding behind some crates right behind the, the stairs and seems to be observing uh, silently what is happening. Jason, you're still here. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I took a bit of a nap behind the, uh, behind the <laughs> crates right now. Napped happy. off the alcohol. You didn't have to drink in real life in step with your character, but uh, well, making those then. hard decisions... Yeah, you didn't or, a, you didn't ask before he was on here, but it turns out Jason's method, so <laughs> Yeah. Full method is always wearing the, the wig and hoop earrings. <laughs> we should we should really make this a visual podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sad people are missing out on that. Um well that, I mean that was a joke, but it's not a joke that you guys have worn eye patches and things to recording <laughs> sure. and pirate hats. Uh right, you are down here perhaps uh perhaps hiding, maybe just you're so slight they've not taken notice of you um, on the, the other side of, of the deck here, 30, 40 feet away. But you watch as they, they silently pat down Honto, and then they open up the hatch to the, the bilges and allow you to, to climb down, Seth. And down there in the, the dank, in the, the darkness, you see a couple of pirates already at work pumping the bilges. One mm-hmm. mutton shot McGee and an as-of-yet unnamed pirate. And obviously, it is time we name another pirate on the show. One and two. Jason, please give us the, the full honor okay. of what this other unnamed pirate is going to be named. Uh, I think we're going to have to go uh, the classic pirate name, um, Arturo Treacher. Ooh, that's a swag. That's way better. That, that, that's actually a cool name. Yeah, it is no a joke. I don't, I don't know that I can like kill somebody with a name like that. Oh no, it's too cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about Giggles Jumpstack? Oh, we can kill. We can kill Giggles. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I can get on board with Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't write all this down too too quickly. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is this character is gonna have the longest nameplate in Rule Twenty history. <laughs> it's both. It's Arturo Treacher, <laughs> aka Giggles. Giggles. That's his. That's Jump his clown Sona name. <laughs> oh, he's secret, no. secret clown. <laughs> Don't remind me that exists. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, um, are you are you trundling down there getting to work, Honto? So. <sighs> This this whole thing seems suspicious, the pat down and everything. Is there nothing else to observe about this situation before I go down? Or did I just not roll my perception well enough? Is that all that it, that it uh, comes down to? Uh, I mean, something is definitely up. You, you've not seen any other pirates plucked as you were. But, I mean, you know for a fact there is still a simmering hatred in Mr. Plug's eyes as he uh, he's watches these two pat you down. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I realize that I'm surrounded by my rogues gallery here at this point. Thinkingly, <laughs> he has a smile on his face. As he as he watches me descend, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go down to the bilges. Bing, bong, boom. Yeah, it's work time in the bilges. Last time you were down here, it was rat killing duty. Sewer rats. Um, these two pirates down here, uh, Giggles, Jumpstack, and uh, <laughs> Mutton Shop Mickey. I don't know which one I like more. Uh, they they kind of just grunt in your direction as uh, they let you man one of the opposite sides of the pump 
and the the second starts kind of shoveling buckets of water. Uh, and topside, as the heavy latch shuts to the bilges, uh, uh, Rosie, you see Mr. Plug and, and Master Scourge laugh like vaudevillian villains, uh, just like deep belly laughs, and uh, maybe uh, uh, allow Ijito Greg to, to join in. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Plug, uh, no, Ma- Master Scourge says, uh, you two, you stay here and make sure that hatch stays shut. A lizard doesn't leave the bilges, you understand? They walk off, and Bon and Greg, Ichito Greg, pull over a barrel nearby the, the latch and start shuffling up some cards to play a game. They're oddly enough playing a, a Pathfinder adventure card game for some reason. <laughs> oh, that, no. ex- that exists in the universe now. Uh, it hurts my brain to think about. Rosie, as you watch Master Scourge and, and Mr. Plug uh, escape upstairs, what do you do with this information? Okay, Rosie touches the, the, the haft of her axe for a moment uh, and then uh, realizes that, uh, you know, Hanto, Hanto has been oh, lovely all mm-hmm. this time. I have nothing, nothing against Hanto, and I certainly don't like Master Scourge and Mr. Plug. So she's going to creep up to the deck and, and sort of wave down all of uh, Hanto's friends and uh, let them know that he might be in deep, deep trouble. Uh, deep, deep he, filled carb. <laughs> spoiler one: He's in very much trouble. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, as as you you do that, um, uh, Sandara Quinn, ever present nearby, overhears, and uh, and she'll point it out to Yacassius as well. On the the four deck, uh, Mister Plug is just smiling away, and uh, she says, "Ah." I'd never afore seen such a smile on Mr. Plug's face. I think they're meaning for old Honto to have an accident. You all need to get down there and fast. I'll make a distraction. And she drops her mop, her brushes as well, uh, just tosses them aside and lets out a banshee-like scream as she sprints into a tackle of Jimothy Tippins, uh, <laughs> knocking him back about five feet and she just begins to wail on him. He was not expecting it, and says, You steal from me, Jimothy! That cannot stand! Uh, all at once, there is a Fight Club-like ring that forms around the two, and poor Jimothy Tippins. I guess he, he hates you guys, too. Uh, he, he is already uh, bloodied by the time uh, you guys can, can sneak downstairs. Uh, just quick enough that you're still able to hear Scrimshaw Jack taking odds uh, saying, five to one Sandara takes the crown and Jimothy takes a broken <laughs> nose place your bets Honto, down below in the bilges why don't you make me another perception check as you, you get to work here pumping this is going to be the bad one <laughs> yeah, no, you rolled, you rolled really well 13 uh, ooh, yeah, it, it takes a while here um, but as soon as you uh, you focus in on both of them, like one is behind you, one is in front of you. We'll say he's just right here, maybe pumping on the other side. Oh, this is this is the bilge here, right beside you. The one behind you, as he uh, Muttonshot McGee bends down to uh, to fill his bucket up, you see the outline, the bulge underneath his clothing of what looks like a, a stashed weapon. Uh, 
maybe tucked behind his his belt loops and his his shirt. Okay, fair. <laughs> I guess I guess it's not super well hidden. It's a DC twelve perception check. Oh wow, not very well hidden. You just just made it, but it is not something you've seen on on this character before. Okay, well, um, he doesn't feel particularly threatened by it, but he's used to seeing these people walk around with weapons, so he'll just take note of it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not long before Giggles starts complaining. Uh, this guy you've not had too many dealings with before and says, Listen here, listen, you gotta put your back into it. There's there's no laying about or, or lazing here. Don't they know a good hard day's work in the, the sodden stink lands where you come from? You're a fool if you think that you're contributing half as much as I am. Oh, I don't like the the tongue you got there, stink. He'll, uh, Hanto will, I assume he's, he's manning the pump right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other okay. side of, of Giggles. Um, he'll just kind of take, pause for a moment, take in a deep breath, finish the last, uh, motion of the pump, and then turn around and say, what, what's going on? I think maybe you've done enough talking with that forked tongue. Maybe we take it out of your head for you, lest you know how to use it proper. He will draw a dagger. From his belt loop, you hear maybe uh, the same thing, uh, the sound of metal against leather behind you as as Giggles does the same. We are going to use this last perception check, I'm sorry, Seth, as your uh, your initiative roll. Fair. As up above, Cassius, Candoso, Laris, and Rosie, you come across below deck, Bon Bonnet and Ichito Greg, seemingly guarding the the hatch to the um the bilges what what do you guys say when you get down there uh well i think cassius would probably want to open up with something intimidating and demanding pretty much immediately uh, i mean i was gonna ask why they aren't up there watching the the fun fight <laughs> we oh oh we know why <laughs> but yeah uh maybe cassius to follow up on alaris's observation uh would say, Bon, Itchy, if you know what's best for ye, move. Go watch the fight, enjoy yourselves, maybe win some money, but I better not see you right there. Ooh, ooh, we got orders. We, we're, we're, we're guarding. We're, I mean, we're, we're keeping on the lookout for thieveries. Well, I'm here to relieve you from that duty. You can stop worrying about thievery. Go have a bit of fun now. And I'm gonna go ahead and roll intimidation. Oh, oof. oh, natural one. So many natural ones here, Tyler. They are emboldened by your, uh, oh man, maybe they're more afraid of uh, Rosie, who's down here with you, followed behind. Uh, you've you've lost some cachet on the ship, but uh, these two just seems to hate you more. Um, let's, uh, let's everyone roll into initiative mode with a, a quick perception check. We'll have some fun here. We'll see how fun. We'll see how far. Come we on get. in. The turn order's fine. It's only like it's only like intimidation's my best skill. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Plus six. <laughs> Everything's your worst skill when you roll a one with it. <laughs> I mean, I now that I've had fun with my games, now my rolls are back to normal. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, some good uh, some good arm wrestling, and now we did sweet pirate. Everybody here. Oh no, I've not rolled highest. Did I, did I roll? Well, 16. Uh, uh, starting us off on top, Candoso, 
you are first in the initiative turn order. Uh, doesn't look like these two have have weapons, but uh, oh, they put up fists and they're ready to go after Cassius tried to scare them off. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shout out, uh, stand aside, and I'm gonna blast them. Oh my, <laughs> magic times! Oh magic time! We're doing electric arc. Gonna hit both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Have has Ichi Toe Greg tasted this before? I forget. I think he has. <laughs> he um, might have. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so the DC would be seventeen. Oh no! Thankfully, as we've determined, every enemy you're going to fight here is is very uh, very quick, very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. A couple of reflex saves. Oh no! Oh no! I've rolled a one, natural one, so that is a oh. critical fail, uh, and a ten, which is also just a regular fail. Okay. Ooh. So that'll be uh, good gracious. Okay, well, let me let me roll a d4 again real quick here. Okay, so for the critical fail, that'll be uh, 13 points of electric- electricity damage. Jeez Louise! And for the regular fail, just eight. Wow! Wow! That's too much. That's way too much to start us off. They were just Hooray. they're just doing what they're told. I know, but now they're being told to do something else. Go uh, away. <laughs> Wonderfully they phrased. Are both very hurt, but Bon Bonnet, who took the the bulk of that arc, uh, maybe the first time he's tasting your electricity, is very hurt. He looks really nearly to topple over. Alaris, you're next in the initiative turn order. Is murder on the menu? Remember, murdering is a keel hauling offense, guys. We're not here for that. Don't make True. me don't True. make me say it, Jabert. <laughs> it's a keely hauling offense. <laughs> that wasn't pre-planned at all. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, this episode's hit bottom. Bye. Uh, all right. So, Alaris, question about action economy. Can I pull out my sword while moving forward? It is an action to whip it out, um, but you have three of them. Okay. Um, she will step forward, uh, look Bon Bonnet square in the eye. Actually, look Ichito Greg square in the eye <laughs> and uh, brandish her weapon and say, uh, how'd you like a scar on that cheek there? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Scarred face, Greg? No, thank you. <laughs> I'll stick itchy, with the itchy toe. Itchy scarred toad. Itchy scarred toe. It'll itch while while it heals, so he'll be itchy <laughs> face, Greg. Oh no! Oh, it, no. It, are you swinging a sword at sweet itchy toe, who's who's done nothing I'm to nobody? I'm threatening first. I'm threatening. I I just want to intimidate him. Oh, okay. Then go right ahead. It's a ten. That's not gonna do it. It's he a is classic shock and intimidation. Emboldened. I'm sorry. <laughs> Straight emboldened by perhaps uh, given direct orders by the the first mate here to guard this. Uh, it is. Can I? Can I instead? I mean, that was. Intimidate is an action, I action. believe. Too. Oh right, because I moved and then took out my weapon and then intimidate. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you a little bonus for getting right up in his face, but you've just made it, so his action economy is a little little easier right now. Um. Well, first things first, Bon Bonnet is going to come over to our good friend Candoso, uh, pulling from the, the the tabletop here a a a bottle, maybe cracking it as he comes and uh, and takes a swing at you, 
Jabert, what is your your armor class right now? Uh, sixteen. This bottle attack going. I have rolled. Ooh, I've rolled a nine on the dice. Unfortunately, that is not enough. As he tries uh, jabbing this this bottle like right in your leg, but is is absorbed by some leather armor there. I imagine. Uh, itchy toe, Greg. He's got just the one action to uh, to get this bottle. He's not going to break it. He's just going to try and club you with it, Alaris, and make a couple of attacks. Oh, my. 17 on the dice for the first one is going to be a hit. This 10 on the dice for the second attack. Believe it or not, a bottle is a, an agile weapon, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, what What is your armor class, Rebecca? 17. Bottles and agile weapon. Uh, that that second attack is still a miss, but one is gonna be enough. It's gonna club you for seven points of damage. Just brings the bottle right across your head. Uh, down below in the bilges, Seth, it is danger zone time. As Muttonchop McGee gonna take an action, pull out this dagger, move up to you, and make an attack. And Arturo. Uh, giggles jumps <laughs> jump stack is gonna do the same but make a couple of attacks so first one coming at you an 11 on the dice in your armor class right now is 18. Rid- ridiculously high that is a miss and let's do the same a couple attacks with our tur- giggles oh no a 15 on the first attack a 17 on the second that is two hits so stab stab as you are getting shanked Right, right across the bilges here. Okay. Uh, four, uh, eight points of damage in total. Four and four, just cha cha, cutting into you. Ooh, I would say that is your turn, but we've got a Rosie Cuswell next up top. We're, we're doing we're doing some uh, uh, born supremacy style action camera cuts here. Yeah. <laughs> the water is from the bilges is just whipping around and getting on the camera lens. They don't care. These filmmakers don't care. Just leave it in. <laughs> it's cinema verite. Uh, Jason Rosie Cuswell has, right. has come uh, down to help. Ooh, I mean, I risk that these guys have a tax of opportunity as I walk away. Or do I just take this guy down? I'm already flanking. Well, the, the, mm-hmm. out. I'm going to draw a weapon and uh, draw up my axe, and I'm going to mm-hmm. power attack. This, oh, no. Oh, my. This person right in front of me. Yes. Uh, I don't think it... Uh, Rosie's mad enough. This is not. This is this is full lethal. Let's try it. Yeah, um, fifteen to hit uh, him and his flat-footed armor class. Is, oh. Yep, that's it. Uh, Thirteen slashing damage. Bon Bonnet goes down <laughs> from lethal damage here. Don't worry, Rosie. We'll hide you. That <laughs> <laughs> is oh, no. deserved it. <laughs> You should uh, go down and help your friend. I'm sure he, there was, I think there was a, probably probably more than just one of them down there. Uh, well, we, we know, at least one of the party knows that there are indeed two. Honto, we are on to your turn. You've got two. It looks like they have uh, deadly intentions in mind here. Mm-hmm. Pirates on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Cool. So I think what I'll do here is, uh, first off, uh, enter wolf stance. So that's action. Action the first. Um, how does one move uh, to avoid provoking attacks of opportunity? Is that a, a tumble action? 
you can, yes. Um, uh, basically, out of um, their, uh, uh, I mean, you, you still want to be within range of one of them, right? Yes, the intent is to move uh, to the west and uh, next to Mutton Chop uh, McGee here. <laughs> uh, uh, tumble through, I believe, is just going to be um, a acrobatics against their reflex DC. Okay, I am willing to sh- to try it. Yep, so that is an action. Oof. Okay. Nope. All right. I got a nine, which is definitely not going to do it. It will not. Uh, but I can still move, right? I was about to say it uh, does not provoke as uh, as you're you're moving through the bilges, uh, almost swimming down. Ooh, ooh, you move in behind. Right. Shop. That's that's the idea. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. So no no attacks of opportunity here. Go ahead. Okay. What's your next action? Well, uh, you know, like this is this is the this is the Simpsons moment. Is say the word, say the line, Bart. Uh, flurry of blows. Uh, <laughs> do oh! nice. very nice. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's see. So first attack, a critical hit. How many twenties? <laughs> You've rolled like three dice this episode, Seth. <laughs> How many of them have been twenties? I can't help it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I think we're re-rolling damage dice, right? So, uh, yep. Yep. We'll enjoy, roll, do, roll do another D8 there. Ah, lame. Okay. So that is going to be a total of, uh, 11 points of damage with that, Ooh. with that one strike. Yeah. Ripping into Mutton Chop McGee and he is immediately not doing too well. He didn't hit you <laughs> with his dagger before and, and now is, is nearly bleeding out. Um, mm-hmm. and that that's your full three action economy. That is the whole thing. The whole the whole shabinga. Oh boy, downstairs is getting bloody. Shabinga. Uh We're we're going on to Cassius, who just saw Rosie <laughs> cut down Bon Bonnet in front of him. Uh, what do you want to do, Tyler? <laughs> he looks at the unconscious body. He's like, "Mate, I told you you should have just left." Uh, <laughs> is it possible to actually get? Down, I think there was something about like a barrel being on the hatch. It, can Cassie's actually get down the hatch right now? It's not on top of it. It's right next to it. But lifting up this hatch will require a strength check too to lift it. It is a oh. a heavy wooden latch. Okay, well, let's is... stride to the hatch and then All let's right. try the strength check. Go right ahead. Thirteen. Uh, that'll do it. It is. I mean, it's difficult. It's not impossible to lift, pull it up, and that is two actions if I... And then I'll use my third action to drop down into the... <laughs> into the villages? Yep. Oh, yeah. Floop. And you're, as I... You're just right here. <laughs> you, yeah, see, and, and you see I, your friend Anto uh, <laughs> nearly murdering Muttonshot McGee. Yeah, and as I land, uh, and I, I, maybe I see that blow right as I as land, <laughs> and, I, and then I go, mate, I thought you were in trouble. I don't even... It doesn't look like you might be needing any of me help. But you get it nonetheless. Uh, you get just the slightest hint of a, a grin at the sight of his snout. And that's my whole turn. That's Cassius. Oh, turn. goodness gracious. Candoso. <laughs> Back to you, Jabert. Um, seeing as we have one combatant left. Um, uh, by the way, is, uh, is uh, Bon Bonnet dead dead? He is dying currently. Uh, he has the condition. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to, as a single action, 
drop down and drop a little heal on that guy. I don't want, don't want him dying on me. Do you have the the stabilize cantrip? Uh, oh, great question, actually. Because you could just move nope. and. That's a Not great that thing that I should heal. prep. That's a great thing that I should prep in the future. Uh, <laughs> no, just heal him and it, he'll come back up and Rosie will just chop him down just right now. I said no. job harder. Uh, okay, that, that's fine. Okay, that, that'll stabilize him at least. Well, yeah. Um, um, and then I'm going to, uh, since I've, I've not observed any pirates on this ship um, uh, wearing metal armor, um, I'm going to give up on my shocking grasp for the time being. Um, but I have, I'm instead casting a new spell, uh, Gust of Wind. Uh, against um, Itchy Toe? Against Itchy Toe Greg. He can make me a fortitude save. Oh, you know Itchy Toe got this good. Uh, 15 on the dice. I believe he's saved. Is it 17 as well? Uh, yes, also 17. He cannot move against the wind. Oh, so... So he cannot approach me. In front of you and... Okay. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Alaris, on to you. Itchy Toe doesn't have a scratch on him, but he is a, a little shocked. Uh, what would you like to do? Um. Well... I, I was really going to do what Tyler just did um, and see if I could acrobatics by him to try to get down to the bilges. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can just start climbing down there. Um, Itchy, Itchy Toe might follow. <laughs> you never know, but uh, uh, he's he's just brandishing a bottle right now. New attack opportunity. You, you're climbing down as your first action? Uh, Yeah, do I, I, I don't know how far I can go, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a short, uh, like, 10-foot ladder down to the bilges here, so that'd be, like, a, a full move action, but... Um, Can I you... land sort of over here within melee range of Mutton Chop? Sure. So, ha- is Mutton Chop... Mutton Chop's not down, right? Nope, he's he's just hurting. He's got a, a serious claw attack uh, raked across <laughs> his chest. Is it possible to make a non-lethal attack? Is that oh, a thing? I'm so glad game? you asked. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's you take a minus great. two. You take a minus two. <laughs> Please it's, do all right. It's not that bad. You trying right. to hit him with the, the flat of the blade? Yeah, yeah. Just hurt him a little. All right. Make that attack roll. Oh, that's only a 10. So an eight. Three on the dice is a miss. Do you want to make a second attack? Try yeah. I'll try it. That's even worse. Wow. Other three on the dice. Jeez. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're, you're not getting them. You, both of those hits uh, maybe splash in the water right before Munchop. I get to go again and, oh, goodness gracious. I think they're both they're both going to move up right to Honto here in the bilges and, and keep trying to, to stab at you, Seth. Here's Munchop's attacks. Oh, the first one is a hit. Thank goodness. 19 on the dice. Stab, stab. Five points of damage. And Giggles Jumpstack's going to try the same. Oh, a lot less on that dice. An 11 out of 5. Both misses. I don't even... I don't think I can uh, do it on the third attack for, for Munchop. So let's go to Itchy Toe Greg, who is probably going to... Uh, just drop the bottle and, and move away from a evil-looking Candoso and Rosie Cuswell and uh, try and leave the deck, <laughs> run upstairs and, and start shouting uh, 
you know, fight, fight. You hear a commotion up But he can't move that direction, right? He can <gasps> move away from Kandoso. Maybe, maybe then he just tried to shout over the wind, <laughs> moving sideways. Ah! Looks like a, it's like it's like that Michael Jackson music video. Uh, regardless, you do hear footsteps on the the mid deck right above you. Uh, Rosie Cuswell, Jason. Please don't kill everyone. <laughs> no. Oh, you got me mad. You got me dander up. Uh, she's going to come up to Ichito Greg here, and she's just going to, I guess, give Ken, Kendoso kind of a slice. Oh, I suppose we're doing this the uh, the hard way then, aren't we? All right, fine. And she'll just uh, try to smack uh, Ichito Greg across the side of the face with her. Um, this will also be a power attack, but a oh, a um, oh wow a non-lethal power attack, if you will. Mm. So it's only a fourteen. A fourteen is just a hit against oh, these nice. guys. <laughs> nice. Well done, Jason. I, I took a, a pretty, I thought, a difficult uh, conversion from the GM's guide of <laughs> uh, I, I boosted the pirate since that you fought him last time uh, into dock hands. How much damage? Twelve. Okay, he's, un- he's unconscious. <laughs> right across the head, Ichito Greg. He's never going to make it out of a fight. Um, <laughs> not dead or dying or unconscious. Oh, boy. Uh, back downstairs, Honto. These guys seem dead set on making you dead. Hmm. Same. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, let's go ahead and open up with, uh, since they've... Uh, gone ahead and made sure that I don't have to go anywhere to do it. Uh, let's open up with a with a flurry of blows. Those first two attacks out there, um, thirteen, but then a seventeen. Uh, seventeen. That's not a no, no adjustments needed. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, well, no, no, no. Uh, that that is with the adjustments because I used attack yeah. number two on the max. Right, right, right. Then, okay. So uh, that would be uh, McGee got hit by another eleven points of damage. Oh my goodness, max damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is dying, <laughs> unconscious and dying at the moment. Correct. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I think uh, then he'll turn his attention towards. Um, uh, I, I don't know our new giggles, our new friend giggles. Yeah, giggles uh, we'll, we'll go with that as the final answer. <laughs> Fair enough. Arturo giggles jump stack, uh, and let's just try to grapple him, which I, I now understand is going to count as my third attack. So it's this athletics roll uh, mm-hmm. minus six because I believe since I'm using it as my monk weapon, yes. it's still agile. So yes, let's give this a shot. Anytime you feel like rolling it. Okay, so that's the 17 versus his reflex DC or that, whatever. That's with the negatives, that will do it. All right, and then so Giggles is now grabbed. So right after right after a brutal uh, uh, kind of knife hand to the face, uh, which I assume uh, makes Mr. McGee just immediately hit the floor, uh, Hanto oh, will take well. his left hand and just grab uh, grab Giggles uh, by the collar and stare at him right in the eyes. And that uh, is yeah, no, he, he doesn't hit the floor. You guys weren't pumping the boaches that long. He hits the water and goes underneath. And uh, there's shouting from up top as in the, the crew quarters, a number of pirates start rushing downstairs, hearing there's a much more interesting fight going on down here. And uh, a sweet, sweet Giggles drops his his dagger into the water after he sees 
Munchot McGee go down. Uh, they they call you up uh, from from the bilges and uh, pirates manhandle you, Alaris and Cassius and Honto, as you're you're kind of dragged forth out of there, and um, they send a few other pirates down to 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 get giggles out. To and they pull out of the the body of Mutton Shop McGee. They see some of the the damage on these these other pirates. I guess I hit Alaris as well. So Alaris, you're like bleeding from the side of your head and pushing their way to the, the front of the uh, majority of the ship here. You see Mr. Plug and Master Scourge pushing other pirates and officers out of the way. And the first thing Mr. Plug sees is Honto alive, bleeding, but another pirate brought up from the bilges dead. A pirate whispers in mess, Mr. Plug's ear and kind of explains the situation, and he makes a proclamation saying, Murder is an indefensible act, and one that our captain doth not tolerate. You curse. You pick a runth. With mirth in his eyes, he clears his throat and stares you down, Honto, and says, Throw the lizard in the sweat box. We'll let the Captain, determine his death for tomorrow. We'll have a keel hauling of one of the dirty, rotten, murderous lizards. Who's with me? The pirates here let out a bloodthirsty shout as they rush to you, Honto, and start the merciless slashing and, and beating you unconscious, tearing you upstairs in this the rest of you, if you try to get in the way, there are fists thrown in your direction until you're subdued as well. Uh, a huge fight breaks out here. Uh, I imagine Rosie Cuswell does not go down fights, uh, without a, a few lashes given out. Beatings administered and lashings doled. We pause on this tableau of pirate violence. This is a brawl here as the unconscious body of Honto of the Saltfoot is carried up the deck alongside the lifeless corpse of Mutton Shop McGee. But obviously, of course, what happens to our favorite Lizzie? Lizard is a, a story for another time. Say next episode, because we are way over time on this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to, to save some time for, for some more torture some more beating up a Seth's character next time on Dead Lizards Roll No Crits. Not a single episode goes by where this doesn't happen. Maybe next you, time. You right. killed a dude! <laughs> well, this one's well, on you! He was gonna kill me! This should have happened oh. in episode three if we're going back to it. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention that, Jason. He rolled uh, two crits, like, first combat of the game. Just wow. slashed a dude nearly to, to death, but <laughs> that's gonna do it for you yeah we we went long thank you so much jason for indulging us and and bringing oh, rosie to life good old fun <laughs> you have her character sheet now if you need to continue to use her she was this close to being in the sweat box with him <laughs> it's ah. not for Tanto, so it's Would have been so fine. much so much damage we need yeah someone else needs to play her um <laughs> Uh, uh, Tyler, I'm sorry you didn't get to uh, swashbuckle anyone. Oh, that's perfectly fine by me. I, this, I had fun. The, the RP stuff was, was more than enough fun for me. <laughs> yeah, Tyler got enough fun in games this episode. That's true. <laughs> so he got enough spotlight time. Stealing uh, the fiddle. 
feel feel free to have Rosie fall in love with Cassius slowly over the course of uh, we are Benedict and, and Beatrice situation for like months. <laughs> survives. Bend my, mm, bend my peace, arm. Peace, I will stop your mouth, Cassius. Mm. <laughs> well, Gerard knows. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Rosie's probably not going to be on the ship too much longer as a, uh, uh, this, this character sheet's pr- pretty useless, Jason, as it is a, a level one character sheet. And everyone is now level two. Woo-hoo! Dude, Rosie. Rosie's there too. <laughs> Got a level horror up. Uh, yeah, you guys knew this was coming after the severe beating last time. Uh, uh, congratulations. Time. <laughs> Seth, you're the master of the sweat box at level two. <laughs> I was going to say, like, could I take my second level in new character? Like, I don't... <laughs> in class, escape specialist. Uh, guys, thank you so much for playing with me once again. Thank you, thank Patrick. You, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Putting up with everything I do here. And Patreon listeners, thanks so much for making this podcast and everything going on here possible. Uh, we will see you next time on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Farewell. Farewell. Dead Men Roll No Crits is sponsored by the Cosmic Crit Patreon. Each episode is published to the public on a seven to eight month delay. To catch up on the show and get access to new episodes on initial release, make a monthly pledge on the Cosmic Crit Patreon page.